0: Okay, we're going again. I'm so sorry. Yes. <laughs> good morning. Welcome. Good morning. <laughs> Welcome to Breakfast with Sis.
1: I'm Sis. You're <laughs> in the doghouse.
0: Do I'm in the doghouse, Dad. Okay, so it's take two. It's the first of the year. Yeah, I get a little good look. Thing Everybody's we working. Over. I. That's why. Hey, you're. You can see the screen we're as much as I can. We're about to
1: announce our amazing guest, and you look over. It's <laughs> not even recorded. <laughs>
0: Well, the good news is we get a second try at doing our yeah, amazing our first guest. Of the, our first guest. Our first guest. Our first guest of
1: 2018. Our Woo!
0: first guest of 2018. Everybody's going, where? where is she? Where is she? We met our first guest last year at Fleestyle, mm-hmm. And we heard... The story that See, she told. The first
1: time around was so much more better. Oh
0: my gosh! I'm I'm just gonna so introduce our amazing guest this morning.
1: This is Brittany K Barnett.
0: Brittany K, yay! Good morning,
2: Brittany K. Hi everyone.
0: So I am such in the doghouse, oh. but we were only two minutes in. I'm in such Brittany. I'm going to be in such doghouse all day. Yeah, long.
1: but her introduction was way really better the first time
0: around. <laughs> <laughs> we'll 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 make up for it. All right. So here's the thing. We heard your story at Fleestyle. Summit and. And then
1: the first time around, I said that the whole room was so captivated. The
0: room was captivated. I mean, you could have heard a pin drop. I I mean, there were 100 plus um, people in this room. And you're telling your story and I kid you not, you could have heard a pin drop. I leaned over and of course, sis says that she said it. I'm pretty sure I I'm the one first. that had the foresight. And no. said, we gotta have you on the show. You're our first guest of the of the new year. Thank you so much for being Thank here. Thank
2: you both so much for having me. Welcome to Chick fil A.
0: I mean, we do this in like the best places of all. I mean, Yeah. This is the best place. Fleestyle I mean at Fleestyle we were on like what, the thirtieth floor overlooking all of downtown Dallas. No, it was it was pretty cool. But we're right across the street from your office. We are. Yep. You're so you're gonna have to tell your story, but I'm gonna give a little bit of it. We sat across the street, and, my, and anybody's ever listened, we're at the Chick Fil A in Highland Park, right across the street from Southern Methodist University (SMU). But uh, the Denman School of Law is like right there on the corner. I mean, we can look at we're looking at the windows at the school.
2: It's you can throw a rock over and, and mm. hit my window.
0: And, and you're an attorney. Yes. You're a pony. You're an SMU I am pony. I pony up. Um, and also on staff. Yeah. At SMU. Okay, this is like... Did you ever thought... I got goosebumps just thinking about that.
1: Going to school, you would have been a fellow? Never. It's crazy. That is
0: so cool. All right, so you're going to have to tell us your story. And I got to tell you, for the people that listen, and... um, I don't
1: think they even have a clue. They're
0: they're not even going to even know. We have a lot of creatives on. We have a lot of Moms. uh, moms on. We have a lot of young women we have a lot of different people that listen to the show all over the world quite frankly and we've been humbled um by the number of people that that uh listen every Isn't it week
1: crazy that how many stories we don't know
0: it is i know it and it and it really truly causes me to stop and look at everybody a little bit differently and i go you know what you got a story yeah because What's you
1: could have you like could look at britney and not i would have never even guessed her story
0: uh, it's it's just absolutely okay. amazing. All right, Stop so, teasing it. Yeah, no Let's kidding. Go. That's the longest tease in the history of, of all teas. So how far back do you want to go? You want to go when you kind of had your vision, you kind of had your... Um, well,
1: she needs to go all the way back. Just let her Yeah, talk. you
0: have to go all the way back to Embryo State, I guess, and just kind of work your way up. <laughs> You're from East Texas. We'll start there.
2: I am from East Texas. I'm from a small town called pagoda. Uh, okay. Whoa. I've been in
0: Texas 35 years. I've never heard of pagoda Where is Bogoda? So
2: Bogoda is in Red River County. Okay. So it's near yeah, yeah, yeah. Paris, yeah, Texas, yeah, yeah. Clarksville, Texas. Man, some of the
0: best duck hunting the, in the states it, right up there.
2: It's an incredible place to grow up in small country town. Yeah. I mean, not a care in the world. It's about 1,200 people. What? There were 24 students in my class. Yes. Whoa. Yes. That Two is awesome. Two blacks, me and my cousin.
3: Really? So I
2: grew up very I've uh, in a not so diverse town but the incredible part about that is it was such a welcoming town that I was so naive yeah yeah I just like I even never even thought it. racism existed yeah, it's until like I went
0: family. to college yeah seriously so from That's there the same
1: way though flyer that, we went we grew up in flyer Mountain, and flyer Mountain's the same way there's not a lot of african american kids no in diversity no diversity whatsoever but the they act they like didn't like everyone acted the same like yeah, it just it there was,
2: was
0: no it's just like everybody's everybody yeah,
2: everybody it was a, it was a great upbringing yeah you know, mm-hmm. i was very active in sports my stepdad was like our little dribbler coach our softball coach I mean, what everything. that's awesome so that's fun so, so was, from there uh, would trade. you go to s-
0: from there you went to school
2: so from there i went i graduated high school a year early nice and went to the university of texas at arlington
0: ooh and it's with yeah, my that's my husband, where her husband, yeah. her husband went there and too and it was
2: really cool so it was funny because I graduated high school in the top 10% so it's like automatic nice admission. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. my dad is like we had 24
3: people to, to that's well, awesome well
2: for high school I went to a larger so I was like 150 in oh, that's awesome and so I went to um, I was going to go to University of Texas because it was automatic admission yep, and yep. I was young I graduated high school early yeah. a whole year and so I said we'll start at UTA and then yeah, go to UT because I was kind of overwhelmed by yes. Texas, and just got there and got o- in the accounting program and loved it. Okay, so See, this, this is exact the exact same, same
0: thing story. My husband. My oh husband my gosh, is the same
2: way. He's like, oh, I'm going to stay. Actually, I was
1: like, yeah.
0: Okay. He's like, oh, I want to go to I want to go to UT, but oh, it's kind of overwhelming. And I think I'm just going to do a year at UTA. Fell in love with UTA. Yeah, and stayed
2: that's exactly what happened to me and I was in the accounting program there and Mm -hmm. it was like one of the top accounting programs in Texas at the time and so you started in accounting? I did so I'm a CPA and I worked for PricewaterhouseCoopers for a couple of years um, and then got the bright idea to go to law school uh, uh. So, how did that bread
1: idea come about? It was just like a light bulb moment? You or know, it's, it's
2: funny and as cliche as it <laughs> may sound, I always wanted to be a lawyer. Did you yeah. really? Even growing up in Pagoda, Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In hindsight, I think, you know, I started feeling that lawyers were above my league, that it was something mm. I couldn't obtain. Uh-huh. And in hindsight, I think it's because I didn't know any. How old are you? 33.
1: So, not too Older than me,
0: just just a little bit it's ahead. A little bit, but so there's a there's a huge learning moment right there in what yeah. you just said. You didn't think you could because you just didn't know any.
2: I didn't know the closest lawyer that looked like me, and I'm yeah. using air quotes, was Claire Huxtable on The Cosby
0: Show. Oh my goodness! What? Yes, I just I just I just don't know. I and I'm just trying to think of other attorneys that. on TV. Period. That's like, Law and Order or something like that. Oh my goodness! So you were at. You were at University of Arlington when, or no, 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 you had already graduated. I was already, I was a CPA,
2: were, I was already at Pricewaterhouse, and I had a mentor all through college and graduate yeah. school. So I got a bachelor's and master's in accounting, and he said, I, w- I was studying for the CPA exam and I went to borrow some of his books, and he said... I said, Ken, you know, I'm thinking about going to law school. Just kind of want to see what he would oh, say. Oh, yeah, yeah, just kind of toss it out yeah. there. Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, oh, you should go. Like, I am applied to SMU. I'm starting their evening program in the fall.
0: He didn't and blink. I'm he just so said absolutely.
2: Absolutely. And I'm looking at him. I'm so excited for him. But in my head, I'm like, wait a minute. If he can go to law yeah, school, yeah, yeah. I know I can I go can to go. law school. That's right. And it started within that moment and within – so did y'all months. go to law school together? We ended up at law school together. That's and graduated. Fun. He started a year ahead of me. What? Uh, because he was in the evening program. We yeah. ended up at SMU together and we ended up graduating the okay,
0: same year. Okay, that's a great that's story. Really that's That is a great yeah. story. Oh, my goodness.
1: We are big advocates for mentors here. Yeah, I am too. Yeah, Podcast. okay.
0: So talk well. And that kind of gets a little bit bigger into your, um, into your bigger story. So you're at SMU Law School, which... I don't know, maybe I'm biased cuz I'm sitting across the street. <laughs> I think SMU has one of the best law schools in the in the country. Now, everybody's it's g- good. everybody it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, everybody's going to put the big ones up there, Yale and Harvard and all those. I won't tell you.
2: It's the Harvard of Texas. It, mm-hmm. it
0: I would say I would agree. agree with you. I would totally agree with you. I know a lot of I know a lot of pony lawyers and they're all studs. I don't know any that aren't. I think
1: you're squirreling. We were talking about mentoring, and then like all the way
0: off. Well, going about SMU. (laughs) Well, let me just tell you how much I, how much in my new book, one of the characters um, is chief of staff for a congresswoman in in DC, who is. Her character. She is an SMU law grad. Aww, so I mean I that's it. that's that's how much that's how much I like. He's a
1: fan. Okay. Keep uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're not here to talk about SMU. We're here to talk about Brittany.
0: Can I can I, can you tell we just kind of squirrel All right, so you're in you're in law school. Does your passion start popping up during law school or is it after you finish law it school? It starts
2: popping up during law school. So okay. when I was in graduate school for a county a moment in my life happened that completely rocked my world. Yep. And as an accountant, I still have that background, it. you know, with the numbers. Mm-hmm. And so I look back, and a defining moment in my life can be attributed to a seven digit number 1374671.
0: You just know it just by memory. I know it by I memory. It. This yeah. number
2: was assigned to my mother by the Texas Department of Criminal Justice when yep. she began serving an eight year prison sentence. And the significance of this number was much more than an inmate number assigned to my mom. This number... Was your mom still
1: living and where you grew up?
2: She was. At the time? She was. And so this number showed me a heightened sense of compassion and empathy that I never knew that I had. Mm -hmm. I mean, this number taught me to care more about people that are often stereotyped and ignored, mm-hmm. and those are people who are incarcerated. And that, you know, at this point, this population of people included my mama. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, that is... And we
1: met your mama at yeah. Freestyle Summit. <coughs> she is so sweet. She's awesome.
0: That, I, it's such a, it, it's so true, and, and ever since um, we met you the first time, this has just been, this has just been wrecking me, because... Um, you're hundred. You're one hundred percent correct. And what started off, you know, a couple of centuries ago as as an idea to rehabilitate, I, I think has lost its way. And uh, it's yeah. So through that experience, we would we we talk about this all the time as a defining moment, right? Um, through that defining moment, things inside of you um, started bubbling up passions started sparking
2: they it, they did and i w- would go it was there's such a stigma placed around incarceration mm-hmm. and so i was embarrassed i met mm-hmm. you know at this point price waterhouse imagine. cooper is one of the four largest yeah. accounting firms in the world and yeah. you know you're in these small audit rooms with your colleagues and they went to the uts and the a and and the bigger schools and their dads and moms are accountants and lawyers and doctors and yeah. my mom is in prison
3: yeah
2: and I would still go see my mom every single month, my Mm -hmm. sister and I. And so what I noticed, we were older. I was 22 at the time. And I noticed that there were lots of little kids in the visiting rooms visiting their moms. And even though I was older, the one thing we had in common was this unconditional love Mm -hmm. for mama. Yep. And so I knew then. I believe that everything happens for a reason. And I knew in that moment that my mom going to prison was for about something larger than than myself it was Mm -hmm. then you knew that oh yeah just seeing those kids and how they looked at their moms and there was one little girl i'll never forget she was probably eight or nine and she was telling her mom about this how she got in good grades and she was getting an award and her mom started crying in the visit room and she said oh mama it's okay the award's not a bad thing and it struck me because she she didn't realize her mom she wasn't was crying because yeah. it was a happy tear and a bittersweet tear because she couldn't she be kind there.
0: she couldn't there, yeah. Oh, my goodness.
2: Yeah, so in that moment, I knew that I had to do something to help break the cycle and build yep. a bond. I'm about
1: to do some ask a silly question because I know um, – I don't want to spoil the, the, the rest of the story, but in TV, a lot of, like, visiting rooms, like, inmates can't touch the visitors. Is that, like, true? Like, when – does it depend on like the prison or
2: it depends on the prison and the custody status. Yeah. So at this particular facility in Texas, in Gatesville, Texas, mm-hmm. you could touch. Okay, that's okay. nice. So that was I mean, it's not like you're gonna I mean, you're gonna get a quick thirty second hug and yeah, 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 you are yeah, yeah. Right. back off and you right. get yeah. another one before you go. <laughs> yeah but you right. could touch. We so would be sitting across the table. <coughs> yeah. like.
0: You were at uh, P W C at yeah. the time, had this thought, and then law school came after that.
2: Law school mm-hmm. came after that and it was actually part of my Personal statement for law school was that I wanted to become a lawyer. I was interested in the law. I wanted to do corporate law, but I also felt that becoming a lawyer would enhance my credibility in a way that I could start this nonprofit and be taken seriously.
0: So the nonprofit was starting to bubble up. There, oh, yeah. all right. So you got to tell everybody, tell everybody real quick, and I I probably buried the lead on this, but you tell everybody real quick the nonprofit that you head up.
2: Yeah. So out of that experience. Girls Embracing Mothers was born and Girls Embracing Mothers is a nonprofit organization I founded to empower girls with mothers in prison to break the cycle of incarceration and lead successful lives with vision and purpose it's huge and we it's partner so with great. the Texas Department of Criminal Justice for the past five years now where we take girls to visit their moms in prison mm. every month and we get enhanced visits so it's fun so what? we get to take in food, eat lunch mm-hmm. with the moms, oh, get out. That's we do awesome. arts and crafts and we also I cover curriculum it. that revolves around critical life issues. Because at the okay. end of the day, right. we want to prevent a future generation of yep. girls from entering the system mm-hmm. and prevent their moms from going back. Mm-hmm. Women I mean, are the, the fastest growing population. Uh, and that's the, the scary part. What's the percentage of women going back? It's a really high recidivism rate yeah. for men and women. Right. And it's it's because the obstacles to re entry are so high, but then the stakes are even higher for women. Because, again, they're the fastest-growing population in prison. The United States, for one, incarcerates more people than any other country
3: in the mm-hmm. world. Mm-hmm. I know.
2: And women, they come with an entirely different set of gender-specific issues. Yep. Um, and an unfortunate collateral consequence of mass incarceration that is often ignored is children.
0: Yep. So, what, um, is there statistics out there, if, if the cycle isn't broken... Are there statistics out there of young girls that grow up into women that follow a same path? Um, if their mother was incarcerated, is there a statistic out there that that says if we don't break this cycle, it's going to...
2: Yeah, there, there's lots of statistics out there. And you know in academia, there's lots yeah, of debate yeah, yeah, yeah. surrounding it. But yeah. on average, children with incarcerated parents are three to six times more likely three to, to six enter the
1: criminal
0: justice system. Crazy. So this is a huge... This is a huge effort and a needed effort to break that cycle. She's
2: literally making history.
1: It is.
0: It's crazy. crazy.
2: We want to break the cycle and at the same time change the narrative surrounding mass Mm -hmm. incarceration and the stigma that's associated with it. People see my mom and they're like, you don't look like you've gone to prison. And she's like, well, this is what... It can look like right. because yeah. people have preconceived notions and implicit mm-hmm. bias about right. what they think it looks like. So, so true. We want to help change the narrative and show that, number one, the cycle can be broken. Thank you. And we're living proof of that. And we want to just help inspire and empower girls that even in spite of their situation, they have to take ownership and accountability for their own lives.
0: Big words for me. Yes. And... Yes.
2: Use those stumbling blocks as stepping stones. Yes, yes, yes. How many tomorrow.
0: how many program is it just here in Texas or is it expanded?
2: It's just here in Texas right now. Okay. but we but just got cool. a huge grant. Yes. <gasps> yes, 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 yes. From the Oryx Foundation, who is my former employer. Right. And we are about to expand to a couple of other prisons in Texas and we're looking to expand to Tennessee this year. So Fun. I'm excited. Oh my
1: god,
0: this is huge. This
1: is so big.
0: Yeah, we are we are so humbled
1: i'm excited i know i can't believe this we is, have you here. this is
0: this is absolutely amazing and what an amazing story all right so
1: well hold on we kind of missed a part in your story of that you did go to law school graduated have uh went into a career with a lawyer and corporate law right corporate law yes and it was but during you, that time yeah so where you did you start Girls Against Mothers, right off after, and then decided girls to. Girls Embracing. Or
0: girl. <laughs> Not Girls Against Mothers. We're all four <laughs> girls having mothers and embracing mothers. This it's is what early. happens I'm when you're your, your mother, mother, That's right. <laughs> this is I'm on she, First Sweet Tea. This is First Sweet Tea, and this is the problem right here.
1: Uh, um, I got off track. Yeah, you're fine. But you had a big career moment in your career, and you still, even that, decided to. Um, kind of switch paths and do nonprofit.
2: I did. I, um, in law school, across the street, SMU, yes. Pony Up, Go Pony. I took a critical race theory course that analyzed the intersection between race and the law. And so I'd had experience with my oh. mom in prison. I knew I wanted girls embracing mothers. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of on its own separate path. And taking this class in law school, I started to notice the disparity in sentencing between. Yep powder cocaine and crack cocaine and how it disproportionately affected people of color and having to write a paper we're all in the numbers again Mm -hmm. the accounting part is coming Mm -hmm. out oh yeah it's it's full of statistics and i'm just eating them alive and how these laws came about and at the end of the day i said i want to humanize the story Mm -hmm. my paper and i literally did a google search i kid you not came across the case of sharonda jones First time, are you kidding me? I did not know. You just Google searched this
0: and found her.
2: <gasps> I Googled something like, because I'm I'm still on the women, yes you know, yes yes, weapon, yes yes. And I Googled right. something like women serving life for drugs, and her story pops up. Oh my goodness! And wow. She's first time nonviolent drug offender serving life without parole for drugs, and my first thought was, wait, there's got to be some more right, right. to yeah, the story, yeah. right? And legal research found that there was not. And because my mom had gone to prison, I knew how important it was to get cards and things yeah. of that nature. And so I I sent Sharonda Jones a card, told her I was a law student at SMU and I was gonna help her get free. <gasps> and it led to a relationship that she and I formed. Um, she always says when I first came to visit her, I'm like, it's a bright-eyed law student," and she's like, I, "I told her I'm gonna take your case to the White House if it takes that. That's what it takes." And She said she looked at me like, "Yeah, right. Yeah,
3: (laughs) (laughs) okay. Yeah."
2: Little uh, did she know. Little did she know. Long story short, even as a corporate attorney, I worked pro bono on several cases um, of drug nonviolent drug offenders that were serving just exorbitant sentences in prison. I think that's an
0: important distinction, and you say that, and I think it's really really important. They're nonviolent offenders, and but yet they're they're doing life. They're doing. They're being. Lumped into the same category as a violent offender, Isn't or
2: serving more time, or serving more time. <laughs> than even a violent, even yeah. a violent li- offender, and you know, life without parole is the second most severe penalty permitted by law in America. Right, right. And it blows my mind; it baffles me that it gets imposed. Those are like people who are murdering other people, drug offenders, right? Oh,
0: and and so, you you took this case on, bright-eyed law student,
2: pro bono. I'm ready to go. I'm corporate attorney and had no idea about criminal law but I was so passionate about this issue and I started coming across other cases and so I was a corporate lawyer at a law firm then I went in house to do mergers and acquisitions but I always did these cases pro bono and last resort was really clemency from the president of the United States and we took a shot can't make the shot if you don't moonshot take the shot. There it's there go. and you landed it. and seriously. we made it all the way to so we made it to uh, barack obama's desk and uh sharonda jones is now free
0: that is amazing story oh and i had six well
2: i had six other clients that got I, free. I know yes. and i'm just i'm on cloud nine just I to bet. see them living in their purpose and yeah. to be some of the most brilliant people i've ever met in my life have been my clients yeah. i feel i mean we lock up so much genius behind bars mm-hmm. and i mean it's just an utter waste of human capital and taxpayer dollars yeah
0: yeah how important is purpose
2: it's incredibly important yeah it's the single most important yeah thing
0: yeah in life. because uh, i mean for you <laughs> um it's in listening to your story purpose and passion, for it's sure. just it's huge it drives it drives what you do and it's cha- it's changing the world uh, we and uh, you know we talk about this we talk about this most every morning mm-hmm. that when you lean into your purpose you really can make a difference in the world and the, and you're just an absolute amazing example Thank of somebody you. doing that she's
1: like should be the definition of an example
0: uh, like, yeah I've yeah. Uh, just absolutely so where does it go from here you're expanding. You got multiple states, which is amazing, um, which is great. Where does it go? What's your what's your what's your vision? I mean, for crying out loud, you went to the stinking White House to get something done. <laughs> you have zero not once, uh, but six, seven, seven seven total times. times. You have zero boundaries. I mean, so if you say, "Hey, we're going here," I'm going. Okay. <laughs> My <laughs> theme for this year. See, she has themes. Oh, is God boundless freedom yes, and yes. infinite
2: love.
1: <gasps> Ooh.
2: And where we're going from here, it's it's balanced. There's nowhere to go but get people free, and it's mm-hmm. freeing them in every way. Girls Embracing Mothers is taking off. I'm at SMU. I'm launching a Buried Alive project in partnership with SMU that I'm super excited about. And the Explain Buried that. Al- yeah. The Buried Alive project is to raise awareness for nonviolent drug offenders serving life without parole in yeah. federal prison. And I chose the name Buried Alive because it's – I want to be disruptive Mm -hmm. I want people to pay attention and because essentially that's what they are they're gonna die they're gonna die in prison. there's no parole in federal they're gonna Sharonda Jones would have died right in prison and I want people to feel that I want people to be as disturbed as I was about that and raise awareness but not just raise awareness I want to get people free so I want to change laws I want to get people energized and empowered and get the general public to recognize their power to help get these laws passed yeah
0: now just so just so everybody knows if somebody is a nonviolent drug offender there are still consequences for things we do absolutely Um, however the consequences need to match what's going on absolutely and 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 life without parole is not is not that
2: it's it's not that and every one of my clients take full responsibility for their actions they know Mm -hmm. you commit a crime you are going to prison yeah you should not have to die. I see. Yeah, no. yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. God bless you. Thanks, oh my gosh, this is just. Well, there will be hugging after we're done, but it, no. if we're all wired up right now. If we hug now, <laughs> we would probably electrocute hugs, each other. Yeah, yes. it'll, be total, it'll be total air hugs. All right. Well, let's do before before we run out of time. Let's let's do a little, a few other things. And before we leave today, I want people to understand how they can support the cause, what they can do things like that but um uh, there's other there's other things and we talked a little bit about this we all we have a little bit of a format things that we've just been doing for 13 14 years together and so we want you to be part of our breakfast tradition and so we always do high low right we always do high low sis you want to go just first
1: so like like my brain is just so everywhere else mind blown i know it's like so it's just insane of like the mountains that you've been able to move oh, off of your passion—it you. like gives, literally, gives me goosebumps thinking about it.
0: What do you learn from that?
1: I mean, you have to have passion, like full in everything. That passion that she has, and you gotta she's lean able. in. Yeah, you she found her in. purpose, and she's killing it. <laughs> thank so, you, like crazy. Do
0: you have a high this week? Is this it?
1: um man yeah <laughs> yeah this is pretty awesome yeah 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 I mean I you I just wanted to like literally sit in the room and didn't want your panel to stop for summit so I was super excited to have you again and listen Thank to you. you yeah seriously could hang out with you all day um <clears throat> hi this week though actually I had like the perfect work-life balance this week
0: you know we don't talk about work-life balance but just work-life success well, but the it it was balanced La- life was balanced for you this week. Yes. It was.
1: It's easier for people to relate. Yeah. to that. Well,
0: we're trying to change that. But yeah, you had you one of those balance. M- no there is no such thing as work-life balance. It's a, it's a false it's a false indicator because when, when you think of balance, you think of equal parts on one on each side of the scale and you can't it's just you can't. It's just not possible, the was but you of can't equal, find but balance in life.
1: Yeah, my life was balanced ba- okay. this week. Okay, that's
0: good. You had balance. That's good.
1: There wasn't too much of This is kind of how a dead daughter is all <laughs> the time. I, mean, we're
0: constantly I love it. Yeah. But you had a good, you had a good week. You had What's a very balanced week.
1: What's another a for balanced, balanced week?
0: No, you had a balanced week. That's it. Okay. You nailed it. No, It's just not work-life. Because when people hear work-life balance, they they immediately think, oh, I can have equal parts of both, <laughs> and it doesn't always work that way.
1: Well, I was about to explain it. Oh. Okay. Of why it was balanced. Okay,
0: why was it balanced? I'm sorry.
1: It was a perfect ratio. Okay. is that a better word for you? <laughs> Work-life ratio. Don't make me spell it. <laughs> I wasn't gonna. We both That's have learning disabilities, <laughs> And so
0: um, spelling is not easy for but us. I'm
1: saying. I had. I it wasn't was good stressed. Week. Was with there a low? Work, and I wasn't stressed with life. That's awesome. Yeah, because I've had the I've had um, stress of and you probably relate to this, um, but when I'm not working, I get stress or feel guilty because I feel like I need to be working. Do yeah, you feel it? I way? definitely. feel yeah. that way. She has a hard time. Un- she has more unplugging. like I have like clients or like brides or whatever, but she has like actual people's lives that are deal. depending on her. Did it out. Do you feel, you feel that, pers- was, was, you that, feel that pressure? pressure? Was that a lot of
0: pressure?
2: It is. And I... It, it It is. I have one client now. I don't consider myself a defense attorney. It's kind of yeah. weird people think. But I, I take cl- clients that... Where the cases really speak to my soul. Right. Yeah. And so I have one client now. And I do feel that. I mean, I yeah. feel that his life is in my hands.
0: Oh, man. Oh, god. I got to add you to the prayer list. ongoing. going. Yeah. High please. low for you. High low for you.
2: The high for me... Was yesterday So I'm in Leadership Dallas Class of 2018 this year And yesterday was our criminal justice class day And one of my good friends Who actually had life without parole For drugs He got clemency from President Obama Spoke to the class And he was set to speak an hour And he spoke two hours <gasps> And they asked questions And they That's cried amazing. And I could see the shift In the changing of the narrative That oh I was talking about Because they got proximate To him And Mm. that was my high.
0: Mm. That's awesome. Was your low traffic this morning? (laughs) My low... (laughs)
2: Actually, my low was on Wednesday. Yeah. I'm up early. I'm going to get to the school on time, work with some students on the Buried Alive Project, run some errands. I live in Heath. Which is crazy. And I get to McKinney Avenue and ran an errand, got back in the car, and left... Notice I had left my entire briefcase at home. Oh no. So I had no, oh no laptop. I had oh no, no, no notebook. And so. It's like uh, a partial brain left yeah. at home. I know yeah. the feeling, yes. So I, I canceled Wednesday. I yeah. went home. I was not coming back out. <laughs> no. And I just worked from home. So I took that as a. I turned that low into a high. There yeah. you go. And I took that as a sign that I just needed that peace That's learning. and quiet from sometimes, home. Sometimes working at day. home is great.
1: Yeah. yeah. I work at home all the time. Yeah.
0: So. For, and we have a ton of people that you know, young in their careers, uh, that that listen to the podcast. Somebody brand new, uh, brand new, or somebody young in their career, they have a little. They have a spark inside of them. They have something bubbling up inside of them. They kind of like, oh man, I feel kind of a little bit of passion about this. Or, or um, they 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 have that. They have some energy around something. What counsel? What counsel would you give somebody? I mean, what's the one thing they need to do? It's like, man, I have some real passion about this. I just don't know what to do. What's the one thing you'd tell them?
2: Everybody's scared. Yeah. Believe in yourself
1: and
0: Mm -hmm. harness your
2: power to your passion and fly.
0: Yeah. Definitely. What, how do you?
1: (sighs) Even when you don't have the example, I think, because you didn't have the example of it and you still went Nine. for it
2: even in law school it's so funny I would go around to lawyers mm-hmm. that I didn't know I would just in a randomly that like literally begging them to help me help Sharonda and I, d- I got zero help and I remember telling her when well, as soon as I'm licensed I'm gonna I'm gonna get you out like yeah. I'm not gonna have to ask anyone for yeah. anything mm-hmm. I just you just have, you just figure it out
1: just so figure it out.
0: Some of it is you just you just got to figure it out along the way. Mm-hmm. And how don't be you, afraid. Yeah. How
1: did you um, find the wisdom of mentor? My dad sure.
2: and grandfather instilled uh, that in me. So I love looking uh, at YouTube because I'm super close with my dad. Uh, I'm a daddy's girl. Um, and I'm super close with my grandfather. And very, they're very wise. They are very wise. And... They really instilled in me the power of, of mentorship mm-hmm. and just relationship building. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, my
0: that's dad. huge. Yay! Oh. That's it
2: is so huge
1: because I mean, mentor. I feel like a lot of like opportunities and wisdom can go for mentorship. So it's big. It's really big in someone's like personal life, career, all. It's like there's all these little ingredients that you have to have in order to move mountains, and I think that's one of them for sure.
0: In, in, my, in my second book called The Kingmaker, um, it, talks about, it talks about purpose, and they're parables, right? So they're stories. Um, and I studied a ton of kings, ancient kings, and one of my favorite, it's like 3,000-year-old proverb that comes from one of the most famous of the ancient kings, King Solomon. Um, he wrote in his diary uh, a very interesting proverb that I think is is very appropriate. He said, two are better than one. Mm-hmm. Right? Because there is a good return for their investment. I love that. Should one fall, the other is there to pick them up. But pity the person who falls and has no one there to pick them up. And I think it's just so... I, I think it just goes to the heart of mentorship. The heart of coming alongside of people and in your case and in all of our cases quite frankly coming alongside of those who cannot and help pick them up pity the one who falls and has no one there to pick them up it it should be engraved on um, a banner that waves above your head <laughs> because I mean that's, that's who you are thank you you're that person that comes alongside and picks up those who has no one to pick them up going with
1: that so the mom's the girls embracing mothers do you find the moms or the moms find you or kind of both
2: the moms find us which we feel is even more incredible because the moms are taking initiative to participate yeah. in our program the reason we started that way is because we're a small nonprofit, and mm-hmm. we're raising funds we're building capacity and we don't know the number of children in dallas or texas mm-hmm. with a parent in prison so right. we didn't want to advertise to the general public and get so many girls we couldn't accommodate them. and mm-hmm. right. mm-hmm. So we started to partner with the prison and began advertising our program within the prison to smart. the moms. Smart. So the moms... Uh, and they're coming. They're coming they're to you. They're coming. Yeah. It's, inc- it's beautiful. I People can it.
0: go online and help support. Mm-hmm.
3: Absolutely. Don't our
2: need. website is girlsembracingmothers.org. Okay. We also have a Facebook page. And this year is just going to be great. Our, it's going to be so great. Name is Girls Embracing Mothers, but our acronym is GM. And oh, our logo is a diamond. The, the yeah. diamond, yeah. And we tell our girls and moms their gems are diamonds. Mm-hmm. And in order for a diamond to brilliantly shine, yeah. it must go through intense heat and crushing pressure. Oh. This process releases the beauty of a diamond that we all admire. And what is so beautiful about the beauty of a diamond is that it's unbreakable.
0: It's huge. That is so stinking huge. So girls embracing... Mothers.
2: Yes. Embracing.
0: And so Keywords. is it, is it gym.org or is it? It's girlsembracingmothers.org. Embracing mothers. Dot, or. dot org. org. All right. So go on there. Breakfast with Pod is going to be making a contribution today on Thank that. You. Because it's just, it's an amazing thing. Thank you so um, bringing much. Bringing these, um, breaking the cycle. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, I mean, it, true reconciliation and true rehabilitation and true, just completion. So I, uh, it's yes. Thank you. Uh, it's thank huge. you so yeah, much. It's I mean, huge.
2: our our moms, <clears throat> and for the most part, a majority of people in prison, they're not bad people. I they just mm-hmm. made bad choices, choices. yeah, right. and got caught. Right. People make bad choices every day, that's and <laughs> that's so true.
0: <laughs> it's yes. That's so true. We just
2: really want to help change the narrative and humanize the issue, right, in a way that opens hearts and minds and creates empathy.
0: I. We're, I, we're in. Mm-hmm. We're in. All Getting right. People so people the benefit of the doubt. We, we talk about this all the time. All uh, the time. And it's just our... And, you know, one of our big themes is, you know, we have two choices in life um, when we lead out. And, you know, when we write our story every day, we have a choice to lead with love or lead with judgment. Mm-hmm. And if we constantly lead with judgment, we will not make the progress that we need to make. But if we lead with compassion and with love, we truly can... We truly can have a positive impact on the world. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So, you are you are singing our song loudly from the mountaintops, and we could not be uh, happier. Hey, before we wrap up, let's do a couple fun things here. Let's just learn a little mm, bit. so deep. I know. Let's 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 learn a couple of fun things about Brittany before we have to let her go. She is one of the busiest people on the planet too. Yeah, She's she going from here to a brunch. Um, and we stole her away for our early morning breakfast. So you want to do a couple of fast round questions and yeah, just fast category. round questions. Coffee round question.
1: or tea? Coffee.
0: Yeah. She brought in the, like the major, <laughs> the you know, 20, 20 gallon. <laughs> 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 but you never <laughs> know, no, it could have tea in there. Well, it could have tea. So um, it had hot chocolate. It, oh, Ooh. perfect day for two. Yeah, is. yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect.
1: Um, pizza or burgers? Pizza.
0: She mm. thought about it. She thought about it. Favorite Pizza.
2: Pepperoni,
1: yes,
0: all day long, all day long.
1: Um, biggest pet peeve? Just one.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Eye contact. Lack of lack of of eye contact.
0: Yes, spoken like a true attorney. Yeah, get it, get it, get it, get it. (laughs) Yes, yes. Um, superpower? Do superpower.
1: Oh yeah, if you if you had a superpower, what would it be? Free America.
0: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) bang.
1: (laughs) Um, man, we haven't had a guest on for a while, I guess, because I have, like, <laughs> um... Do the movie bling. one. Do the
0: movie one. It's I fun.
1: That it was a hard one.
0: What? It's not that hard. Okay, so favorite, favorite night in a out. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Favorite night in a in, in, in. Yes. 19. Favorite, favorite activity while in?
2: Reading. Look oh. at you. Big reader. I'm a big reader. How many I, a
0: year? How many books?
2: Not as much as I need to. So this year, I'm trying to read at least an hour a day. <gasps>
3: Good good could you could
1: probably read a whole book just coming from work <laughs> to
3: home. I know.
2: I've gotten <laughs> big on podcasts.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, good. There Yay! you go. Yay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yay. yeah, that's a big S- one. Um, favorite genre of book? Are you... Um,
2: Fiction, nonfiction. Nonfiction. And right now, I'm really into Eckhart Tolle and yes. The Power of Now. Yep. So, learning yep. to be present. Yep. More conscious.
0: That's my, that's my, that's my theme for the year. Ah. My my theme or hashtag for the year is be in the moment. Yes. I, that is. <clears throat> he um, decided
2: to change
1: it. Everyone. That's I, listening. Oh yeah! If you <laughs> listened last week, um,
0: I was going to stick with be the change because that, that, was was, last year's. that was my whole theme last year was be the change and and my whole thought was look if if I'm going to write about these things and talk about these things my goodness I need to lead out on these things. And if the change that we want uh, needs to happen, we need to be the change that we want. And so my whole theme last year was be the change. If I'm going to say something, I need to be the one leading out and doing it. And I thought, oh, I'm just going to continue that. And I started, I'm still going to continue that. But I started thinking, and my whole my whole thing where I need to be better, I need to be more present. Yep. I need to be more <coughs> present. I need to be, be in, in the, the moment. moment. Me too. And you know yeah. where I learned that? Where?
2: My clients <gasps> that are in prison. <gasps> As they're getting released, my client, Corey Jacobs, got out about two months ago, yeah. Life mm-hmm. Without Parole. He served 18 years, got clemency from Obama, and he was just in the moment. He was eating his food, and he said, I'm tasting every morsel mm. wow. of food. Yes. And I could just see his eyes light up as he's looking at different. He was really living in the moment. Do you have a lot of guy clients, even though yes, you're they're, doing? yeah, they're mostly men. Sharonda Jones is the only woman. Woman.
1: That's crazy!
0: Wow, was that all of them? Was that all the questions? Yeah, that was it. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to ooh, we're right at we're, we're right, at, right time. at time. Okay, let me just say, we started the year. It um, we have some great guests on this year, but I'm telling you, the bar's high. Dang. Oh, thank way you. High. The bar is high. This was
2: fun.
1: Thanks for having me. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for sharing your story. You are truly a difference needs to maker. Know about it. Yes, you're truly you. a
0: difference maker and um inspiring in so Thank in you. so in so 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 many ways and the people listening I, I just hope that they're inspired. Um I mm-hmm. hope I, I hope that they dig in, they find their passion uh to change the world and to really be the change that we desire to see around us. So um I could not be prouder to have you on. I'm humbled. Thank you. Yeah, I'm humbled Thank to be in you so your much. presence. It's Seriously? it's awesome. And um, since you work right across the street, when we see you, we're just gonna wave and say, "Hey, just wave, yep. come yeah. over, we'll, say hi." We'll buy you a sweet tea anytime you want. Yep. anytime yeah, you want I love sweet tea. All right, sis, you about ready? Yep. We're we're wrapping up the first one of the year.
1: It was a great start. This is this a
0: great start? Yeah. All right, it's gonna be a great year. Love you, sis. Love you too, guys. See ya. Bye.
3: Bye.